If you have been financially affected by the COVID pandemic, then this message is for you. Are you among the many folks who have lost their jobs or if you've been furloughed or working from home at a reduced pay? If you have credit card debt and cannot make your monthly payments, we at Debt Fix Pros can help. Call us to see how we can reduce your interest rates and lower your monthly payments. If you are struggling with credit card debt, we can help. Call 800-591-5517. That's 800-591-5517. This is the G Podcast with your host, Tommy B. Hey, what's up, y'all? Welcome to the G Podcast. Uh, I guess I'm going to go ahead and say welcome to uh, Voter Suppression State, the Voter Suppression State of Georgia for Episode 75. Um, just uh, We're going to get into the craziness in a few, but just another crazy week. Um, and, and, you know, the mass shootings have to stop. I'm not going to get on my soapbox because hopefully we've got uh, some people in Congress with sense enough to figure out that we need change. Uh, but we'll see about that. As for the Georgia Republicans and Kemp, you know, they're what did we expect? They're at it again. But I, I know some of y'all, some of y'all got the, you know, the, the brown liquor bottle. But I'm going to tell you, put the put it down. Put it down. Because I, I, I see some light at the end of the tunnel. And I think there's a silver lining to this. And, and I'm, I'm going to talk about that a little bit later. So put the brown liquor down. Put the brown liquor down. Okay. You know, Tanya B, put it down. <laughs> really? I got to put it down? <laughs> Don't, you know, stay off the ledge. You everything. It, it, it's yeah. Sunday. It's Sunday. Yeah, you, yeah. I know. I was in the today. kitchen cooking. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, because it's Sunday. I know. I'll put it. Okay, I know. I'll put it down. I know. Also, uh, y'all, the Derek Shaven uh, case starts this week in Minneapolis. Um, we'll see how that goes. I'm, you know, I, I'm. I mean, honestly, I'll be. I'm just gonna be transparent. I'm more optimistic about our chances in Georgia, but um, you know, we'll see. We'll see. Um, we're going to get to intros in just a minute, but I just want to let y'all know you're listening to the G podcast each week. We do news, politics, pop culture, that piping hot tea with Tanya B and more. And uh, I got to say what's up. My brother from another mother tried. He tried his best. His, his, you know, we've had, you know, Georgia, man, you've got what? Mississippi, Louisiana, Alabama, and then Georgia, man. And when, when springtime hits, these storms come through. And, you know, his internet has been down for, a, I don't know if it's been a day, a few days, but a lot of people are suffering from that. Um, our our guest, uh, we're going to have to reschedule uh, our guest, uh, Chandra Walls from Bella Fitness, but she'll be back. But it's just been, you know, one of those weeks, but every year, I mean, I've been doing this podcast or doing a podcast for a few years. And I mean, it's just like uh, clockwork. I mean, it picks up right around the same time. Um, it's amazing because you had a God, what an F four in uh, thirty minutes away from the airport in Noonan, Noonan, Georgia, which is not far. You know, I spent some time in Noonan, know some people in Noonan, and you know they just took it an F four. You know, that's that's Kansas. You know, that's that kind of tornado that comes through. What is it called? Tornado Alley. And uh, just, you know, prayers for those folks, man. They, uh, you know, we had, you know, one life lost, uh, multiple people killed in Alabama. So we got a lot of listeners, a lot of friends in the Beeham area in Birmingham. So, you know, I hope everything turns out well for everybody. I know they're, they're on the men's right now. And, and, and what makes it even worse is the fact that COVID, you know, is, is, is so active. So, um, you just got a lot going on this week. We'll try to touch upon it every uh, with uh, with news from Syracuse, Mike. But uh, we'll get to that uh, again. Vi's out this week. I got to say what's up. Uh, our our OHIO musician, songwriter. I wanted to play Funky Worm this week. I just want to let you know. Okay. <laughs> I, 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 I yeah, wanted to. What's up, people? <laughs> Y'all know about Funky Worm. Tanya B, you know about Funky Worm? Why? You know about. <laughs> that was my jam. Me and the Ohio play is going to tell you about a worm. Oh, yeah, baby. Oh, yeah. Do I? That was the jam. So from Dayton, Ohio, y'all, y'all give it up for K-Dub. Thanks, thanks, man. Thanks for being here. Thanks for being here, man. Thanks for being here. 
And and of course, uh, you know, the return of the Mac. She's a poet, community activist, entrepreneur, motivates us with the poetic peace movement. She's got some uh, a really good story coming coming at us uh, in the Stay Woke uh, version of the show, part of the show. Y'all give it up for Y.O.'s in the building. Y.O. Yeah. O-H-Y-O. <laughs> Is somebody else doing it? <laughs> Is that why? No, no, no. See, you're going to get muted. There you go. <laughs> That's why, y'all. Trying to get in. You can't get in. All right, y'all. Also, again, Chandra Walls from Bella Fitness is not going to make it, but um, we were going to talk about food, and she just mentioned cooking. Uh, our digital entertainment guru, guru hooking us up with hot tea every single week. Are you ready to do it? You ready to do it? Can you? Hit it. Hit it. Every time I come in the kitchen, you're in the kitchen. What's cooking, Tanya B? What you got, Tanya B? Okay, well, this week we're going to go across the pond to Italy. And while I no longer go to Olive Garden, I have been experimenting with some of the recipes or some of the, the menu items from Olive Garden that I like. So this week, what we're having for dinner, and if you're at my house, you can probably smell it. I know my neighbors can. Yeah. Uh, we are making some capellini pomodoro, which is very easy. It takes like five minutes. Mm. Olive oil, fresh garlic, plum tomatoes, pepper, basil, a little palm cheese, and boom, you're there. That's it. Easy breezy. Wow. Easy Sunday morning meal. Good stuff. Good stuff. So, um, yeah. So, so, what's the what's the plans? We're going to be off next week uh, for Easter. You got any, you got any big plans? For, you know, my favorite Easter meal is, and I don't want anybody trying to come for me because I'm not sending for you. Yes, I will eat pork, and I will eat it on Easter <laughs> Sunday. We're going to have honey glazed ham, you know, with the pineapple juice and the brown sugar, and oh, wow. all mm. that good stuff. And then my favorite uh, thing to go with with uh, ham is uh, I'm making potato salad, which I can kind of put my foot in, not quite like my mother, but I'll give you a run for your money. Yeah. And I may do some greens with some smoked turkey next. And you know what? With that said, I have to say a shout out to um, one of my uh, executive taste testers and a new listener to the podcast, uh, my dear friend, uh, Andre Kenneth Chase Randall. He's a former uh, Atlanta resident now in Tulsa, Oklahoma. However, when he, his last visit to um, Atlanta, he came up to my front door in the rain, not once but twice because I cooked for him. So oh. shout out to chase good stuff good stuff make sure he signs up for the contest we start on april oh, 11th but he's sign up for the contest boo yeah, okay make, <laughs> make, make sure you sign up make sure you sign up and we'll talk about that a little bit later hey let's right. let's do this we're going to go ahead and uh let's go into uh mike's news for this week and uh we'll come back on the other side because i can't wait to talk about this uh voter suppression effort we'll uh talk about that in just a minute we'll be right back news team assemble Time for the Week in News with Syracuse Mike. The CDC's Dr. Rochelle Walensky repeated her warning Monday that states are lifting coronavirus restrictions too early and called on Americans to continue to wear masks, avoid crowds, and to not travel for now, even if you've been vaccinated. And we need to remain vigilant as we quickly get the rest of the American people fully vaccinated. Walensky says Americans must recommit to wearing masks and taking other COVID precautions to avoid a new surge of the virus in the U.S. There is also a state of emergency in Miami Beach, as mostly maskless spring breakers have taken over the city. If you're still looking for your stimulus check, it will go out soon. The IRS says another round of $1,400 payments are being sent out this week. Both the Treasury and IRS say additional payments will be going out on a weekly basis from this point. To track your payment, go to irs.gov and click on the Get My Payment tab. Authorities still don't know why the 21-year-old suspect in the Boulder, Colorado shooting did what he did. While they searched for a motive, law enforcement records show he was charged with third-degree assault in 2017, which is a misdemeanor. The flag of the White House was lowered to half-staff Tuesday to honor those killed in Boulder Monday. President Biden is also calling on the Senate to approve two bills passed by the House of Representatives on March 11th that would broaden background checks for gun buyers. Mr. Biden is also calling for a ban on assault-style weapons. I don't need to wait another minute, let alone an hour, to take common-sense steps that will save the lives in the future. 
Just after those shootings in Colorado and Atlanta, police in Atlanta say they arrested a man who brought five guns Mm -hmm. into a Publix grocery store. Investigators say the man walked into the store yesterday afternoon holding a rifle. He then went into the restroom. A witness saw him and alerted store management. They called police. When the man exited the restroom, officers arrested him. At least five people were killed after severe weather ripped through Alabama on Thursday. Dozens of tornadoes destroyed homes. One of the hardest hit areas was the Birmingham Metro. Storms then traveled to mostly northwest Georgia. In Noonan, officials report that one person died. A tornado emergency was issued for that city. Noonan High School suffered significant damage. A number of school systems in the northern part of the state either delayed opening, switched to virtual learning, or closed for Friday. A state representative was arrested late Thursday after Georgia's Republican-led House passed a sweeping elections bill that places new restrictions on voting in the state. Governor Kemp has signed it into law. About 50 protesters, including representatives from the NAACP, gathered across from the Capitol building. And State Representative Park Cannon was arrested for banging on the governor's door while he was holding a news conference. Are you serious? No, you are not. She's not under arrest. For what? Under arrest for what? Cannon is actually a member of Reverend Raphael Warnock's church. The senator was at the jail when she was released. This is democracy in reverse. Rather than... The people being able to choose their politicians, the politicians are trying to cherry pick their voters. Democrats have long objected to the changes in the state's new election rules, which now include an ID requirement for absentee ballots. Hey, Tanya B. Um, uh, again, thank you, Syracuse Mike, for uh, for the headlines. But Tanya B., uh, you, were, you were giving me some notes uh, via text uh, about a statement uh, from, from someone in Representative Parks' camp. Um, I, we, I want to hear that. So so get that ready. I'm going to come to you in just a few minutes. Um, but the law, for those of you who may not know, uh, puts restrictions on on mail in voting. Uh, you know, voters will now be required to provide either their driver's license or state ID or a copy of their identification to cast a mail in ballot. Uh, it also bans third party groups, which there's a lot of that in Georgia. And, and it was definitely for the um, presidential election. Uh, from sending absentee ballots. So the third parties are, are, are being restricted in terms of sending out those absentee ballots. And it ends the use of the portable polling sites like the mobile voting buses used in the uh, Democratic Fulton County uh, last cycle. Also, now, now this is crazy. And, and anybody jump in. The fact that it criminalizes acts of giving food and water <laughs> to, to voters while waiting in line. And, 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 you know, basically because, you know, we have long lines in Georgia because the lines are due to the restrictions and the reduction in polling places, because so many polling places have been closed over the last 10 years. You know, you've, you've got a large population dependent upon fewer polling places. So, you know, and that, that definitely impacts black polling precincts. Um, it also allows for unlimited challenges to voters, to voters registration. And, and I had a conversation with um, Harold Michael Harvey. He's going to be on the show on the 11th because we're going to be off the week of the 4th. But this is I, I think this is the thing that bothers him the most because it, it's it's almost how can you say it? Um, it it's it's uh, subjective, you know, in terms of someone putting up a challenge. So so even if if someone looks at your signature, they may look at your signature from last year and compare it to something early on and say that, hey, you're not who you are. So so that's going to be a challenge and, you know, it could possibly knock people off the voter rolls, you know, so so it's it's a big deal. Um, it also gonna, it will make it easier for officials to meddle with results, which means uh, the power is going to be stripped from the secretary of state's office. Uh, I mean, in essence, the Republicans want to make it harder for people to vote. And, and, you know, know, one thing about Atlanta, you talk about how it's illegal to pass out water or snacks or probably tissue to people in line. Um, I was doing some homeless outreach a couple of years ago. And do you know that it is also illegal in Atlanta for me to give a homeless person, forget a sandwich or a bottle of water. It is illegal if I give them a pair of socks. Wow. So how ridiculous is that? Yeah, yeah. There's just some antiquated laws on the books, and and you got you had a statement from Representative Parks or or some uh, someone connected 
Oh, you- well, yeah, someone connected with her. And, and this is actually uh, my dear friend. I talked about uh, Andre Kenneth Chase Randall, mm-hmm. and he's an associate of hers. And um, now his quote says, uh, and he, oh, and he's also, I got to give him, got to give credit where credit's due. He's a PhD, a PhD candidate, and that's why he left Atlanta. Mm-hmm. But he says, um, in the case of blacks, many don't have IDs, be they driver's licenses because they're suspended or revoked if they actually know how to drive or got one in the first place. But remember, many blacks use public transportation and do not drive. Mm. So while they may have a birth certificate or social security card, they may have no ID. Hint, people go get a state ID. Yes, yes. Um, and he also said, uh, you know, he said he was just really proud that he, you know, is an associate of Park Cannon and that she did that. Uh, you know, because, you know, a lot of times they won't be silos. I was really surprised they didn't pepper spray her or, uh, you know, or, or, you know, just drag her out, you know, and arrest her. Yeah. And um, what he also said, uh, let's see, the Biden administration is considering a national standard as it relates to voting. Mm-hmm. For example, some states like Florida do lifetime voting ban for convicted felons. Other states like Georgia enact voting barriers supposedly to address voting integrity where no history dealing with the lack of integrity. Yeah. So they are adding extra layers to voting that basically amounts to a voting tax via Jim Crow era tactics. Hence, people are calling this um, Jim Crow 2.0. Yeah, yeah. I was talking to uh, Harold Michael Harvey, and he was calling, or he was saying that Georgia's back in the pre-Selma era with this, you know, um, and 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 that's crazy to think of. But but you know, I'm 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 here's why I'm a, I'm a bit hopeful about this. I think, you know, first and foremost. Um, the statement that Georgia made uh, during the presidential election that there were no irregularities in Georgia, in my opinion, is going to come back to bite them in court. Um, because uh, if, if any judge would ask, well, if there are no irregularities, and there are no issues, why, why the change? And I think they're going to have, because, I, you know, if anything, and you and I, you know, we talked about this on the show before, you know, Camp Center, Kim's in a rough position. First of all, you know, I don't think he should have been governor at all. Abram should have been governor. But the bottom line is he pissed off Trump and he's trying to make amends. But he's also going to lose whatever support he had from people who looked at him as a fair minded governor. And and I I just think it's only going to get worse. I just think it's and only I mean, going to get worse for him. So, I, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, they're also, and don't forget with this whole thing with Raffensperger, with the Secretary of State's office, you know, Trump tried to really throw them under the bus. And I did not see, at least the view from my bridge, was that Kemp did not support them. And now there's someone else who's coming out to run. I forgot the guy's name. Oh, you mean for but, Secretary um, you know, of State? Yeah, Jody Heiss. Secretary of State. Yeah, yeah. Jody, mm-hmm. Jody Heiss, who's, who's the worst of the worst. Um, I mean, when it comes down, he is a Trump minion. Uh, he'll do whatever he is. He is um, Lindsey Graham 2.0. OK, in Georgia. Mm. And and so that's he's scary. Yeah, it is. That's and, but he is. And and he's basically going to run. Uh, he's already announced that he's going to run for secretary of state. But but let me tell you what's going to. It's just my opinion. And and I'd love uh, for the other panelists to, to jump in and give me give me their thoughts on this as well. But but I think five things have to be done. And, and I'm seeing these happen already. The legal firepower needs to rain down on Georgia because Georgia is right now. Georgia is uh, nationally, internationally in the picture for this. So I think it's time for the real lawyers, the ones who are not money chasing, but doing pro bono work uh, because it's the right thing to do. Uh, State uh, Stacey Abrams, fair fight has already uh, stepped out there. Um, But I think it's time for the legal community, the ones who are looking at this as a theft, egregious theft of voter rights need to get involved. And I think the fact that it's on an international stage, I think that's going to have a significant impact. The second thing, I think boycotts. And I think uh, financial pressure needs to be put on Georgia the same way uh, financial pressure was put on North Carolina, you know, so and, and that includes the film industry. I mean, people are already talking about uh, Delta and, and Delta doing the uh, the the moonwalk, you know, or saying- well, you know what? What really 
uh, and I was really surprised about this. And if it ever really comes to fruition is another thing. Mm-hmm. But did you see where there was some consideration has been given, no decision made, but some consideration has been given to moving the uh, baseball all-star game mm-hmm. out of Georgia when it's supposed, I think it's what in June, July, I don't follow baseball at all, but it yeah. may be moved out of Georgia this year because yeah. of this new law, the voter suppression law. And you know I what? It. It, it should be. So yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. And and the other and the other thing, you know, when you look at a lot of folks as as we continue to get toward uh, a normal life or a new normal with uh, post COVID, a lot of folks are going to start flying again. So you know, people are looking at you know changing their flight, uh, whatever investment they've made in flying to other companies away from Delta. Uh, there's already hashtag you know boycott Delta. There's hashtag hashtag boycott Coke. You know, because those are the companies that, uh, you know, a lot of these organizations went to and said, hey, can you use your leverage to go to these lawmakers, these Republican lawmakers, and let them know that they're making a, a bad move? So, you know, I think the, the boycotts, uh, but we have to be consistent. But, you know, and I'm going to say this, and I'd love y'all's feedback because I'm a technology, I'm a technology guy. And I, I think that, you know, the organizations, the voting rights organizations really need to centralize an app for voting, for, for, for black, com- for communication and I- information. Okay. Because 80% was 80 plus percent of black folks have smartphones or eight. And, and you, you look at the, the entire uh, population over 80%. So I think, you know, we need to take the technology uh, part of our brain trust and pour it into creating an app that helps people because not everybody has access to, to websites, you know? So I think apps, you can do notifications. There's so much more you can do with an app. I think people are used to apps. I I think if we go to an app based focus versus a website focus, I think it'll be a lot better. And I think even with senior citizens, I think even senior citizens probably have a better grasp on using some of these apps than they feel when they have to go to a website and fumble from tab to tab. So that's one big thing. And I think Congress needs to act. We already know HR one's out there. Um, they're going to have to dump the filibuster, which I know not everybody's happy about that, but it may have to be done right now. You know? So the other thing is, and, and this is just a wish for me, but I, I think we got to seriously think about term limits on these politicians. I mean, a lot of these folks are getting in here for careers. They don't need to be in here for, for 20 years, 30 years. And, and I, I think that's a big problem in Georgia. You've got a lot of people who stay too long. They bring, right, exactly. you know, a and lot then of, then I don't, I really, I question if they are honestly there to serve the people What they're no. primarily to me, what a lot of them are there for primarily is to line their pockets. Yes. So they can go off and buy a yacht and leave the country and take the money that they stashed away somewhere, you know, and live the life. I mean, there, there are a lot of people. That's not that's not serving the people. I'm not yeah. saying all. Yeah, but, but there, there, are, there are a lot of people there, committed to service. There's some people up in there that got voted in and keep getting voted in. I'm yep. sorry. Yeah, there are a lot of people committed to service. But the bottom line is, you know, more people, we need more people. In, and why are you mentioned this? That, you know, you need people in there who are really committed to service, to true service. And what's happening on the Republican side that's right. is the, dem- the demographics are shifting. Okay, they know that. Georgia's becoming more black and brown. It's becoming definitely more uh, as as more uh, as our Latino population begins to grow. Uh, or even when you look at Atlanta and, and the Asian population begins to grow, you've got more likely Democratic voters. So as as the browning uh, starts to take place in Georgia, they're concerned about their jobs. You know, so they are more just mm-hmm. like a lot of these guys. I'm going to tell you, a lot of these guys have gerrymandered. They've sliced and diced around black people to stay in office. So their <laughs> their districts, it's crazy. Oh, yeah. You you look at you look at the lines that are drawn, and you ask why did this line skip <laughs> three four miles? <laughs> you know you know what I mean. It's like why why does the district look and like Thomas. a piece a pizza? No, or or uh, a puzzle. You know, go ahead, go ahead, Wyo, go ahead. Why no, I was going to say we experienced that in Macon in Macon Bibb County, we were consolidated our city and county. And with that process, they actually gerrymandered. They changed the voting districts. They, they, they wiped Elaine, uh, Commissioner Elaine Lucas out of a part of oh, yeah. uh, a very strong 
um, section that supports her. So, yeah, you're you're definitely right. Yeah. So so basically, and let me clarify something. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Did, did you did did you say the the um like the ride to the polls? Is that illegal now? Was that a part of the bill? No, like, I, I didn't see anything. I didn't see anything about the rides to the polls. And I think they 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 were able to maintain or retain the souls to the polls, which is the Sunday voting. And see, that's where Delta is getting in trouble because Delta came out after this was all said and done because they were criticized. And, and in a statement, they said, well, it could have been worse. You know, we 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 were able to retain souls to the polls. And, you know, it's kind of like, well, you know, y'all don't get so mad. It could have been worse. You know, and, no, Delta, just, Delta <laughs> just got a whole bunch of uh, COVID money. They need to go somewhere and sit down. Well, and, you know, and now they can't fire all those employees they were trying to get rid of. <laughs> OK, it, it get just, my pressure up. Go ahead. It, you know, it's going to come down to and, and I know a, a lot of older generation you know, especially when you talk to older people in, in an older generation who keep up with this, you can hear the discouragement, you know, how, how in their voice, you know, if, you know, we're, we're going, you know, pre-Selma, you know, this is the kind of thing that, you know, our older, our, our, our elders, you know, basically this is what they fear. And now what they're saying, a lot of our elders are looking at what's happening in Georgia and they're saying, oh, my God. We never thought we'd revert back to this, you know? So, you know, honestly, this is a fight that our, our current, our new, our current generation has to be engaged. I don't want to hear y'all talking about, well, you know, voting don't do shit anyway. So I, you know, I don't want to hear that. Cause I, I don't, I don't even, cause you know, there are people out there saying it. Y'all know, <laughs> y'all know the yeah, ones who say still, it too. Yeah. And, and, and Stacey Abrams proved them wrong. Yeah. And I hope those those people that she engaged, it's like they've got to stay engaged. And they've got, you know, remember there was a thing, bring a friend to the poll. Yes. You know, yeah. it's the tide's got to turn now. And I'm hoping with this next election, even with the one that's here in Atlanta this fall, which I want to talk about too later on. Yeah. You know, it's really, it's going to be the young people, the millennials, the Gen X, Y, Z, or ABC, whatever you, those children call themselves. They're <laughs> going to determine the elections. I mean, you, you're absolutely, so you know, <laughs> It is going to be up to the new generation. Old generation has to be there. And, and you know, for those who are, are you know, basically uh, maybe uh, technology illiterate in terms of dealing with the new voting machines or all the deadlines, you know, they need assistance. And I think a lot of these organizations that are out there, uh, which, you know, you've got, you know, Black Voters Matter, a lot of these different organizations are going to have to do educate. That's why I'm big on the apps because you can't be everywhere, you know, but you can hit a whole lot of people. That's right. You can hit a whole lot of people. If you just push a download, this central app and we'll communicate, you know, I think we have to go to uh, a consolidated effort. Uh, we can't have all these different organizations doing all these different things because it's confusing to people. I'll be honest with you. I mean, uh, you know, they're they're cutting off the um, the fact that third party organizations can't send um, the uh, what do you call them? The mm -hmm. um, mail in voting applications. Absentee ballots. I yeah, think I yeah. got about 30. <laughs> you know what I mean? I got <laughs> I mean, honestly, I mean, we and, well, let me, I did. Too, and, and, you know, what they're doing is what you said, communicating. It's like those Republicans, they're doing this in other states as well. Yes. Um, they're they're communicating and uniting and 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 knocking us out. You know, it seems like they, they took everything we used to win and just exited out. You know, the barbecues at the polls, the um the absentee ballots, the mail in ballots, everything that they feel I guess made George win, they just took it and 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 said we're gonna eliminate this. But I think I mean while I'll be honest, I mean the reason you know, I'm not singing the blues about this whole thing. I'm, I'm confident. I think the, I think, uh, I think they're going to have a, um, I think the courts, you know, just even, even with uh, the uh, Supreme court being stacked, uh, I, I think they're going to have some problems in court based on a lot of things that they've said, based on a lot of things that have been public, based on the fact that they came out and said that there was no, there were no irregularities in Georgia, all that stuff's on file. So why'd you do it? So why are we making the change? The other thing that I think, uh, I just think it's the optics. When you see Representative Park being taken out in handcuffs, when she, she's allowed to be there, when you, you see that happen, you see a black woman handcuffed 
being taken out of the state capitol where she works. And then you see uh, what on January 6th, hundreds almost, and thousands of these white folks rush the Capitol, defecate in the Capitol, do all uh-huh. the things they did to disrespect the Capitol, and they walk out taking selfies. They walk out like it's Disney World. Right, and then they walk out crying because they oh, don't get arrested. Right, right, and, and cry because <laughs> they got uh, pepper sprayed. Yes. So my point like is, that. it's like that's, you know, from, from an optic standpoint, it just didn't look good for Kim. One black woman who works in the Capitol is a legislator and she's being dragged out, not by the police, not by Capitol police, but by state troopers. Right. And like she was a real threat. Like she was really was a ridiculous. threat to him. It was dumb. So I think, you know? I think, you know, the, the thing, I don't, I don't have a lot of respect for the guy as a politician, period. I don't think he's a good politician because a good politician wouldn't do this knowing that you've got a democratic uh, president with the ability to basically turn on mm-hmm. HR one, go in and get that approved. That's going to get a lot of this stuff wiped out. So, you know, we'll see, but I'm, I'm not, you know, I'm not, I ain't crying. the blue. Oh, wait, wait a minute. Say, I, say I, that I, one I, more time. Wow. Go ahead. We lost it, but, but, why, uh, you're, well, let me, let me just, go ahead. I, I'm gonna let you go. Tanya B, Tanya B real quick. One more. Yeah, I just we'll want to jump in and then we're talking about all of this. And I don't know if, uh, I happened to be at home and I watched SNL and Maya Rudolph was the guest host. And, you know, she, of course, she did her Kamala Harris invitation, but um, there was a skit and uh, Kenan Thompson said, oh, who's at the door now? And it was Reverend Raphael Warnock. And she said, <laughs> wow. come on in. Wow. And you know, she said, oh, I heard Georgia's blue. How's Georgia doing now? And this is what he said. And this will take you back to the whole situation with uh, Park Cannon. They said, Reverend Warnock, you know, how's Georgia? And he said, have you seen Roots? They said, yeah. He said, that's Georgia. Wow. Wow. Keep fighting. Oh, that says a lot. And I said, that was national TV. And you know, you have made it yes. when you have Kenan Thompson, you know, who's done Steve Harvey and some other people when he, uh, you know, and I guess it's a form of flattery, I guess, an homage now that he has, you know, and for people who didn't know Raphael Warnock, now they know who he is because he has been, uh, I don't want to say parried as a not disrespectful or, you know, making it a joke, but now he's made it to SNL. So I, I, ask, I give him five on it for, uh, you know, sliding that in there. Absolutely. Let me give it up for him. Go ahead. Let's do that. Hang on. Here you go. Raphael Warnock. Reverend Warnock. Wait, Paul A. Newton. He was the one that was there when Park uh, Connor got out of jail. Absolutely. Because she she does attend Ebenezer Baptist Church as well. Big time. Well, you know, I I just get fired up about this. And and I, but I, you know, I think that we need to get, but that's the other thing. And and I'm going to leave it at this. I think that at this point, the, the Republicans in Georgia are underestimating how much this is going to motivate the black vote in upcoming elections. Oh, yes. And I think here's the other thing, and I'm going to mention this, the uh, Republican, the Republican government, the Republican, any, any, any candidate who runs has always reached out to the black church, has always gone to the black church to get in the pool, you know, step in the pulpit, say a few words. And I Kelly Leffler did it. Absolutely. Kelly Leffler did it at Ebenezer of all places. And I, and I think candidly, that's going to have, that's going to make their relationship with the black church in Georgia more problem, more problematic. And, and I think, you know, not only all the things I mentioned need to happen, but a lot of this stuff has already happened. And, and, you know, Stacey Abrams right now is the darling of America. And and Kemp, Kemp ain't got that going for him. So I think they don't understand the optics and the marketing in this. So we'll find out. And the power, and the, the power of it, because she's about to shake. Stacey Abrams going to shake the table, I'm telling you. <laughs> You're right. She's going right. to shake the table, okay? Yeah. Hey, let's do Trust this, me. y'all. Let's do this. Uh, you know, Again, thank you, Syracuse Mike, for the headlines. And, and we'll keep an eye out. Again, on April 11th, we're going to have Harold Michael Harvey come in. And, uh, you know, because we got to let the dust settle just a bit on this, um, you know, and, and see what happens. And then we'll have them come in on the 11th and, and, and we'll talk about it a little bit more. All right, y'all, let's go to break. 
Uh, we're going to go to break and we'll come back with Tanya B's tea right after this. Here yeah, we go. I'm going to go check my hey, brownies. I want to take a minute to talk about the Start Your Podcast Now free webinars that happen weekly at castropolis.net. The weekly webinars happen every Wednesday at 9 p.m. and are only about a half hour. It's a great place to start and get questions answered if you're considering starting a podcast. I'm Tommy B and I'm your host for these weekly webinars. If you're interested, go to castropolis.net and click on the banner. That's C-A-S-T-R ropolis.net. Click on the banner. Also, if you're a podcaster, the Castropolis Podcast Network is looking for new shows and creatives to collaborate with. We have uh, streaming opportunities if you're looking to stream your show with us. And also just add our Black-owned and operated network to the other platforms you're already associated with. If you're interested, email us at info at castropolis.net. That's info at castropolis.net. Again, info at castropolis.net. Also, this information will be available on the podcast page. Thank you. Now then, children, it's time for tea. It's tea time, y'all. Sipping the tea with Tanya B. Hey, what you got, Tanya B? Well, first, I got fresh out the oven. I got some uh, pecan cheesecake brownies, if anybody's interested. (laughs) I want some. I want some. (laughs) (laughs) Like I said, I ran to my kitchen Turned off the oven and took them out in record time with one hand in a pocket. Yep. Anyway, uh, I say it's a good time to, to be black, brown, and tan now because there are so many shows coming to, you know, streaming networks, cable networks, and, you know, the, the regular, uh, I call them terrestrial TV, net- TV networks. Anyway, there's another new show coming to Netflix. It's called The Upshaws. It stars Mike Epps and Wanda Sykes. So you got some funny mm. already in there. Yep. Yep. Don't you agree? And uh, agree. Kim Fields, who was forever Tootie from Facts of Tootie. Life and uh, Living Single. Yeah. Anyway, she plays his wife. And it shows about, a, you know, a family. And there's, of course, you know, the wise cracks back and forth. And then all of a sudden, Mike Epps discovers he has a couple of oops babies around that show up at the door. So that should be interesting. Cool. Um, also want to talk about uh, a real biographical uh, miniseries about Mike Tyson's life is coming to fruition. It was actually supposed to go to the big screen back in 2014 with Jamie Foxx playing Mike Tyson. Perfect. And I think if Jamie Foxx can play Mike Tyson like he did Ray Charles, yeah. it's going to be on and popping. But you know, he's already got the voice. He was doing Mike on um, when he was doing In Living Color. Remember? Yeah, well, he said Mike Tyson saw him when he was doing stand-up. And yep. Mike Tyson remembered that. So Mike Tyson is engaged with Jamie Foxx. Mike Tyson and his wife, Kiki, yeah. are producing uh, this miniseries. I don't know where it's going to land just yet, but I I think this will be something that uh, will be good for everybody. I agree. I agree. Okay. Totally. And then uh, let's take a little side. Let's take a side piece to this, a sidebar. Uh, Gary Owens, I call him the Robin Thicke of comedy because he's down with the swirl. And he and his wife, Kenya, have been married for 18 years. But I'm here to tell you right now, they are headed for, to quote the late country singer, Timmy Wynette, D-I-V-O-R-C-E. Oh. Allegedly. Kenya uh, says he's cheating and she identified the woman on social media. She called her out, calling her Dallas, Texas, and she said, what we're not going to do is have you disrespect me or my children. And then uh, Gary Owen's wife, Kenya, went on to say that this individual that he's been cheating with is a friend of, you know, radio uh, radio host and former deal or no deal model, Claudia Jordan. But Claudia was like, "Uh uh-uh, hold up, wait a minute. My name ain't in it. I didn't do it. I have nothing so keep to your do name with that. Out my mouth. who you're talking about. <laughs> keep my name out your mouth. <laughs> Basically, yeah, and Claudia can go there too, trust me. Um, her requesting uh, a public apology from Gary Owen's wife is probably not going to happen. Yeah. Um, but uh, good yep. luck with that. So yeah, Gary Owen, he's about to lose his bus pass to the cookout and everything else. Don't come over here with your Tupperware. Wow. Uh, also want to uh, mention that uh, did you know oh there's another new show that's coming out is it Queen? it's called <laughs> no no we know that's I, all I care I told about you about Go Tyler ahead. Perry about the thing about the strippers yeah yeah did you yeah, know yeah. that there's actually an Atlanta stripper his name is Bolo and he was on the Real Housewives of Atlanta that he allegedly had an encounter with a couple of those cast members I don't watch the show yeah. so that's all I can tell you wow. but Bolo is a male stripper. He's getting male strippers, not female strippers. He's, wow. And so male strippers from Atlanta are getting hired on this show. 
Wow. What, so what's this going? What? This is on like what BET Plus? This is a BET yeah, all, Plus. It's called right? All the Queen's Men. And the Queen is a former reality show and uh next top model. Uh Eva Marcel plays the queen of the strip club and the strippers are gonna be men. K dub, you you about one sixty five. You in there? <laughs> I'm out. So, also, you know, Issa Rae, you know, she she definitely is started from the bottom. You know, she was on YouTube, then she got insecure in a few other shows, and you know, she just cut a forty million dollar three year deal with HBO. So, I say five on to Issa Rae. Yes, her. give her a round of applause. I'm gonna have to Can give her my, I'm gonna have to give her my personal applause to my other. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Issa. All right now. Yeah. Yeah, you got that. Yeah. So now let me get. I gotta get back to Black Don't Crack. It's a, a comedy that's coming to ABC, and it's uh, let's see, stars Sherry Shepard, Keisha Campbell Martin, Essence Atkins, three sisters who always get a gig and keep a job. I am not mad at them. Good for them, and they play three friends who grow up, and they have you know one. Tisha is a, her character owns a restaurant. Essence Atkins has become a stuffy, bougie political wife. And Sherry Shepard is an attorney. Mm. And just how their lives have, you know, the cracks in their lives and not the cracks in their skin. But they come back together and reunite after college just to, you know, see where their lives are. And then Taj Maori, who is the brother of Tia and Tamara from Sister, mm. Sister. Yep, yep. Uh, he, he, he plays uh, Sherry Shepard's son. He's trying to find himself. So I'm ready for that. I'm really ready for that. Hey, hey Tanya B. Tanya B. Yes. When does Queens come on? Uh, you know what? <laughs> I'm sorry. April 21st marks five years since Prince passed away. Okay. And his, uh, as his estate, a.k.a. his sister, Taika, they're actually going to allow 1,400, I am not answering that question, 1,400 fans to go into Paisley Park and tour. And they'll have, a, I don't get this, but they're going to have the urn that contains Prince's ashes on display. And I just told what? people, don't go up in there thinking you're going to go and take pictures oh, and no. take you know YouTube videos. That is not going to happen. And mm. I'm sure that urn is probably be well protected. You know, Prince would be so pissed blast. off. Prince would be so pissed off right now. Oh <laughs> man, he would be. Uh, oh, that's crazy. <laughs> it's not like his sister needs a dime. She is oh the God. executrix of the estate. She anyway. Prince would be stomping them heels. He'd be stomping them you know, heels. Right. You can just have a tour of Paisley Park and let you know those fans come in, and maybe she could come out and greet them. But to put someone's ashes on display is. Yeah, people are gonna come. People will come there anyway. Don't you agree? I agree, but I don't. I, I, yes, you know, there's so many things that I say. You know, because you know, K Dub. You know, you're a fan. You're a Prince fan, uh, and you and I used to talk about his music a lot. And 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 it's just like I would never see his persona mixed up with a lot of the stuff that happens. Oh know, no, after his being he was a very private dude, or you know how he was, yep. Frank, mm-hmm. you know. This ashes out there. His sister, oh. she must doesn't have anything else to do. That's all I can think of. Put the ashes? Like, uh, I think what somebody just said, I'm, we'll go to that place anyway. Anyway. Yes. I know, I, I, they've I mean, been out there every day since a man died, and it's been five years. Well, I, I don't know. Yeah, we got I mean, to put her on the prayer list. Somebody please. go call uh, Usher Board number two and Deaconess Brown to go over there and put some oil on her forehead because the girl has said they can leave her senses. Something. What else you got? Uh, I also wanted to tell you, <laughs> you want, you know, I always got more. Um, I want to tell you about, you, re- you remember Kenan and Kel, and if you have Big kids, time. probably your kids. Hey, you know what? Let me stop. Let me stop for a minute. Kellogg's orange soda. <laughs> I can't say Welcome it like, the, good burger, you know, the, orange, the orange soda. I can't say it like he said it though. No, like, I you, didn't watch it. So I just I know. To, oh yeah. Are, yeah. Oh. Millennial Nick. That was his show. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, you know, everybody knows Keenan again. He's doing very well. I mean, you know, doing his comedy, but he still is on SNL. He's not going to cut that check off. And his new show, Keenan, is actually doing well. That show is awesome. It is funny. And and you know what? Mm -hmm. The great thing about it is it comes on right after Rock's show. So I love Young Rock. Young, you got Young yeah. Rock and, you know, both shows in that hour. Yeah. It's got to be crushing the competition. I don't see how yeah, anybody... They're doing well, yeah. Know. So, 
FYI, do not call me between 8 and 9 on Tuesday. Even if I do DVR it, I still watch it. Then I go back and watch the DVR again. And I know it's on demand, but don't call me on Tuesday. What's the, what's the guy who uh, plays his brother, Red? I know his last name is Red. That's Chris Red, who's also on SNL. So oh, yeah. I think it's cool he's keeping it in the family. Chris Red is the funniest I've ever seen. He's not he's okay in SNL, but he's really funny in this show. I, I, th- mean, he, I think they both get to spread uh, their wings a little bit more. It's just, yeah. it, you know, I got I to gotta yeah. give it. I mean, Lauren Michaels. I was a little concerned because he's the executive producer, but but they let him they let him do their thing, you know. So yeah, exactly. You know, so if you go into SNL and you you know and you walk the walk, you're gonna at the very least get a movie or a TV show. And I think if Chris Red's character ends up being a breakout character, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if he got like you know a six week summer uh, replacement series when Keenan goes on hiatus. This, this, yeah, even Don Johnson is good. You know? I know he. You know what? I've never seen Don Johnson be funny, but oh. I got. I said I got to give him five on it. He did. He did make me crack up a couple of times. Yeah, so. he's good. He's good. And do you know he got that job because Andy Garcia was supposed to play that role, and Andy Garcia is in that new show oh. with Katie Segal about the lawyers. Okay. Okay. Cool. Good. It's a good fit for him. It's something different. I, and I it's, believe, yeah. It, it opens up some other opportunities for him. So good for now, him. He, I'm glad. He, he can I'm come glad. to the picnic this year instead of Gary Owens. <laughs> <It's funny. laughs> Damn. We trade it? We just trade it like that? <laughs> We're we going to trade Yeah, we're going to trade him in for, for uh, yeah. uh, AARP card. Yes. That's mm-hmm. funny. That's funny. Hey, but you know, let me let me mention this to y'all. Um, and you mentioned uh, Maori. Uh, Tia Maori. Congrats to her. And, and I don't know if y'all watch this because, you know, I, I, I still got Gen Z and, and millennials up in the house. So Tia Maori, <laughs> I got to give it to her for her show Family Reunion on Netflix uh, with Loretta Devine, Richard Roundtree, Telma Hopkins. First it, of all, it won an NAACP Image Award. Round of applause oh, again. Yeah, I got, on, I got to give it. it. I'm going to give it up to him. Let me, let me go and right. give it up because. Yeah, she won an NAACP Image Award. And it's mind a you, funny you know, show. That, that category with blackness, it wins forever and all the other shows. So she, she's dipping. She said, I'm leaving TV and I'm going to go do my thing. And like you said, she is dipping it and doing it. And, you know, and uh, still has the TV show and she's still doing some movie projects. I think she also has a deal with Lifetime. Yep, yep. And it's chosen, it was chosen as like a winner for. Outstanding children's program, yes. Um, mm-hmm. But but it, it's it's really well done, and and you know of course you know they put it out uh, in ten what, nine ten episodes per season. You can watch it, binge watch it. But it, but I love it because it's funny, and and it also deals with a lot of issues today. You know, like pr- police, uh, you know, brutality, driving while black. Oh yeah, yeah a that. lot of that. So mm-hmm. you know, kudos mm-hmm. to them for really doing a great show, and it's funny. It's I mean, it really. And, it you is. know, I just like it's funny seeing, um, you know, Loretta Divine, even though she's always done some comedy, you know, but but she really owns that that role. And Richard Roundtree, they're good. They have good chemistry. You know, Shut. Uh, so yeah. uh, it's it's a good show. Have, have y'all seen it? Um, K-Dub, you seen it yet? Mm-mm, I got to check it out. That's yeah, nice I have, yeah. It, it's like you can put that if you have children or young people in your house, you can put it on and not feel like, you know, you have to stay there and have your, you know, your hand on the remote to press the, the mute button. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's dude. very family friendly. It's dude, good. My kids come over, they gangster my, uh, <laughs> whatever they can up for cartoons. And I do want them to watch some other than that and me, me playing Michael Jackson videos. That's what I'm saying. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Family reunion. I recommend it, man. Highly recommend it. But y'all, we'd love your feedback on, on any of the stories we do. Uh, 413-556-9546. Give us feedback. Uh, love your thoughts. And, and let's do this. Uh, you know, let's, let's just take a quick break and we'll come back with the uh, Stay Woke Report and we'll wrap up the show. We'll be right back, y'all. All right. Between down? Yeah, Brooke, now I'm down. But I'm down for something positive in the community. Are you down for that? It's the Stay Woke Report with Y.O. It's another edition of the Stay Woke Report. Okay, peep this. 
Our federal and state governments have issued reparations for prisoners of war, land seizures, massacres, and brutality while overlooking America's wrongdoings when it comes to black people and slavery. Although it has taken forever to receive more than an apology for what was done to our ancestors, a change is slowly coming. When it comes to brutality of black people, some cities and states have moved faster to compensate reparations than our federal government. For example, Florida state legislature provided reparations for survivors of the Rosewood massacre where a prosperous black town was destroyed by white terrorists in 1923. In Chicago, a reparation fund was also created for black men who experienced police brutality in the 1970s and 80s. Speaking of Chicago, the City Council of Evanston, a Chicago area community, has initiated the first payout program for discrimination against blacks because of slavery. Over the next 10 years, $10 million has been allocated to origins in any of the black racial and ethnic groups of Africa, according to the city. They must have also been a black resident of Evanston between 1919 and 1969 or a direct descendant of such a resident. These reparations can be used to purchase, improve, and remodel homes in Evanston, Illinois. The funds can also be used to pay mortgage principals, late fees, and interest in the Chicagoland area. Evanston, a.k.a. the Fifth Ward, was a red line area where banks rarely approved loans for blacks and an area targeted for real estate agents to show blacks. The local reparations restorative housing program will be funded from a 3% tax on the sales of recreational marijuana and from a few other sources. It's been a long time coming, but I know change gonna come. Mm-hmm. This has been another edition of the Stay Woke Report, reminding y'all to stay woke. Great job, Y.O. Yeah, we got to stay woke, y'all. And, and and I got to, you know, I got to give it up to thank Evanston. You, thank you. And I, you know, um, I've been to Evanston because uh, Millennial was thinking about going to Northwestern because that's where Northwestern was until we saw that bill. And we said, no, you stay in Georgia. But uh, Evanston is a beautiful city. And, and honestly, this is a great move. But I will tell you, uh, and I don't know your thoughts about this, Y.O., uh, because I've seen some of the reports. Um, you know, people believe it can't stop here. You know, it's got to be a bigger effort and it needs to be a national effort. Were you, were you looking at the same thing when you saw that? You know, Yeah, that's right. It, it has to be because that's why I was breaking down how some city and states are, you know, being a little bit more progressive than than the federal government when it comes to reparations and slavery. Yeah. yeah. And, and one I think there was one uh, doctor who really studies this, who studied this for years. And he's put a number on it. He says that uh, national reparations should be in the area of of tens of trillions of dollars Mm -hmm. for blacks nationally. So, you know, this is definitely just a a drop in the bucket. But at least I I will say, you know, I I give them, you know, I give them an A for effort for making the effort at least. Um, But but it can't stop here. It's got to be. Uh, I think Sheila Jackson Lee is is still uh, HR 40 is still out there. Uh, we, it is. We've got to do the national study and move on that. You know, not wait. Until I need the, my 40 acres in, in my car. Say what? You know what I'm 40 acres in car. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, you know, so thank you. Good, good job on that. Any other thoughts from the panel? Y'all got anything else on that? Man, I just want to say you hit it on those uh, things that um, need to be done down in Georgia because y'all, y'all in a fight. They don't show their hand. You're three and a half years for the next presidential election. I mean, get down with the get down. Yep. Every way, form, and fashion, fashion. But those youth, those kids, the youth, you said it right there. They have to get a different mindset and understand this game. That's what they need to do. I really like what you said. Yeah, they, well, we have an election later on this year. Uh, red carpet Keisha. <laughs> you <laughs> we up for re-election before we know it. Oh, Her man. opponents. Ooh, uh, right now, uh, Mary Norwood, the woman that she narrowly so Mary Norwood last time. is she and back in? I didn't ag- I, again. And also, I understand that Felicia Moore, who yep, was the Felicia president Moore. of the city council, they were city council women together. Felicia Moore, I hear, is uh, running as well. Yeah, I think she's gonna she's okay. gonna have to definitely roll out a comprehensive crime uh, uh, strategy 
initiative. initiative. Oh yeah, I mean, you said Atlanta has been crazy. You know, I know we had the 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 tormented young man who, for some reason, thought he had to come to uh, from Ackworth to Atlanta to to kill people. Yeah. Then you had a shooting at Cumberland Mall. Yeah. Then you had uh, what was it? Uh, a shooting. Um, oh, that gentleman that had those guns in the Publix. I was surprised, and I looked at him and I said, "You know, something. You can look at him and tell he's struggling with something." But by mm-hmm. the time they got him outside the store, he had six guns, not five. And had that young man not seen him. You know, loading up the guns and putting on his his body armor, I believe he would have come out of that restroom blazing. And I mean, how one person can handle six guns, I don't know. How he got them, any of them, how they got him, I don't know. But I've been in that Publix, and that yeah. is there are a lot of Atlanta at Station. least three yeah. checkout lanes with people that would have been in his direct line of fire. But see, here's that my question: really ugly. What did he think? He's a black guy. Okay, he's a bl- mm-hmm. young black guy. I'm surprised he's not dead, to be honest with you. Yes. I mean, what was he thinking? I mean, you know, some of these white guys feel, you know, they know they're not going to get noticed like that. But young black guy walking into Publix in Atlantic Station. I know, you know, there are a lot of young black people who hang out in, in, in Atlantic Station, but with five guns. Guns. And you know what? <laughs> I believe he had intent to do harm because he went in there at the end of the lunch hour. And if anybody yeah. knows anything yeah. oh, about yeah. Publix, I no longer shop there because they supported the uh, insurgents okay. on January 6th. Yeah. But. Publix is extremely crowded between 12 noon and 2 p.m. in the afternoon, almost mm-hmm. everywhere because of the takeout and the salads and things like that that they have in the store. Mm-hmm. The people grab the sandwiches. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You and know. that lemonade. Um, <laughs> that cool, refreshing that cool, drink. Refreshing drink. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, I don't go to Publix anymore because I'm not uh, supporting a, a business. Even though they do employ a lot of people of color, the fact that that woman in that family uh, financially supported the January 6th, they're not getting any more money from me. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Hey, y'all. Hey, real quick, I want to I wanna let you guys know when we come back, we're going to take a break uh, on the week of uh, Easter week. We're not going to do a show next week. But when we come back on the 11th, we, we, we're bringing in a new contest. And the name of the contest is uh, Know Your G. Okay, so uh, let me, let me, yeah. let me, so you're going to have to, you know, basically when people sign up, you know, we'll choose somebody every week. We'll bring them on the show and they need to get three out of five questions correct for, uh, for some cash for, for, you know, a gift certificate. So a gift card. Um, but, but here's, here's what it sounds like. Uh, you know, so, so all, what they're going to do every week is come in and they will spin the wheel like this. Okay. Spin the wheel. And let's see what it lands on. Okay. The wheel lands on know your politics. So, so it's some story they may, they're going to have to answer five and I'm going to say news, not politics, but news stories that we've done over the last week. And basically, you know, we might ask them what cities were hit by the tornado. Uh, Tanya B, what's the answer? Noonan. (laughs) Okay. That's one. Yeah. See, so all they have to do is basically, you know, answer five questions or three out of five. That's it. When they answer three out of five, they win. So, but they'll get something anyway. They'll get something anyway by, by actually being chosen. Everybody's a winner because it's really, we're just saying thank you for, for checking us out every week. Uh, But you can't win unless you sign up. It's just like the lottery. You can't win if you don't play. So that's right. (laughs) All right. My people, people, you know know who you are. So, you know, just go to castropolis.net, C-A-S-T-R-O-P-O-L-I-S.net. Uh, again, C A S T R O P O L I S dot net. In the podcast notes, in our in our show notes, there's a link that will take you directly to it. And, and, and you know, you don't have to. I mean, you, the only thing you can't be on the show. That's the only. But any guests we have, uh, anybody else, uh, you know, you can you can play. Uh, you can be on. You know, um, K Dub. You can send your grandkids. Is they gonna answer? Will they answer? <laughs> If you haven't gotten your STEMI yet, haven't gotten that check, who cannot use a gift certificate, a gift card or something else to contribute to the household? That you didn't already have. See, Kate so Dub didn't prime, answer though. You didn't answer. Come on, people. This is prime prize. <laughs> K Dub, you didn't answer, man. K Dub, uh, you gonna put your grandkids on the show? <laughs> oh man, it'd be fair, man. Somebody be whooping. <laughs> You know, them little jokers. They're yeah. good, but boy, oh boy. Boy, oh boy. There you go. Hey, man, but anyway, y'all, we just want to say, you know, just really thanks. 
Uh, you know, thanks for downloading us every week. Uh, show is really growing. We appreciate that. We don't take it for granted. Uh, we'll be back on the 11th. And again, we bring back the contest. Uh, also, we're going to have uh, Harold Michael Harvey. Um, any other shout outs, y'all? Any any shout outs? Um, I, I t- want to give a shout out to uh, our, our new listener, uh, Andre Trace, Chase Kenneth Randall in Oklahoma. Thank you for, for joining us today. Uh, my sister Adrian, yes, I'm biased. My sister Adrian in Maryland is listening, and, and she's she's actually helping us with the marketing. She is sharing the information with Excellent. her friends all over the country, so that they stuff. can come you know, come in and hang with us on Sundays and hear what I cooked. And you, even if you don't hang, you can always just check out the podcast. So if you miss us, how about the, exactly? It's, yeah. it's out there. But but let me let me just I'm gonna go back to one thing, and we close uh, about this voting thing. And I know a lot of folks are discouraged and. You know, you got, you know, the older generation like, damn, we're going backwards. But but I do believe that, one, the legal firepower is going to rain down on Georgia. I believe that. Um, And I think a lot of the right people are saying a lot of the right things. Uh, So I do see it. And I I don't think, you know, I think the Republicans uh, have underestimated the passion behind fighting this. Uh, I think the boycotts, uh, I'm I'm always I, I have not been happy about the effort put into the boycotts, but I think if they can identify a few, then I think those people are going to get hurt. You know, I think those organizations, those businesses um, will, will, will be impacted. I think the technology part of it, why can't we just do, and I'm not talking about something official for the state. I'm just talking about how we communicate to um, the the voters. We just need something that is, uh, is more focused, like an app, you know, so centralized. Yeah. Go ahead. Tommy B. Yeah. If you look at how they are doing this whole thing with the, you know, with people signing up for, you know, the COVID testing now, the vaccine, and how that's become interactive and user friendly, something along that line it's may awesome. well help, you know, with the situation with this voter suppression. You I shaking agree. your head no? No, no, oh. no, no. I agree. I, I, I no, no, no. I agree. I agree with you because, um, you know, we've done. They've come a long way from forty-five you know, in a short period because he refused to do it the right way. And now when you look at what the Biden administration is doing and the CDC um, and the doctors who are allowed to be scientists are doing, you know, definitely they've come a long way. So I I agree with you. you. The the reason why I say that is I was watching the news, uh, the Today Show, actually. And there's this 12 year old kid, 12 year old Mm -hmm. kid in New York. And he had to do a project uh, leading up to his uh Oh God, I, I'm going blank. The rite of passage for the Jewish young men, the oh, bar okay. mitzvah. Yeah, bar mitzvah. Yeah, okay. Go and ahead. he invented an uh, an app where he helped his senior neighbors because they were frustrated, made it easier for them to schedule the vaccine. Wow! And so I that's think awesome. in short that of awesome. a few weeks, he's helped 300 people. So it can be oh. done. And he's 12 years old. Big okay. Time. And I'm telling you, I'm telling you that. These young people are killing it with these apps. You know, there's an, uh, I was, I was listening to black mental matters. These two young kids created an app, um, for, for people to, uh, use when they feel, you know, they're feeling a mental health crisis coming on, you know, they created an app. I think it's not okay. It's the not okay app. And, and, uh, you know, so, so we, we have the minds, we just need to centralize. We can't have 20 different apps. With, right. You focus. Know, focus. It, it needs to be a centralized, more focused, collaborative effort. I, that's one of the things that I think causes us to stumble. We can't. We can't do it together. Mm-hmm. We can't come together. So hopefully, yeah, we can find, come together. Find a common ground. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. So um, definitely. Uh, and and Yo, thank you so much. Uh, I'm going to make sure that uh, reparations article is uh, is is definitely uh, on our website. So and also in the podcast. Uh, on the podcast page for notes this week. So, uh, you know, uh, just, you know, don't, don't, don't get upset. Y'all keep the focus. Stay away. Stay woke. What yeah, if my stay, sister says stay woke. Stay, and this is our, a time when we really need to, you know, with this whole voting yeah. thing, I'm not discouraged. It's like, it put a fire in my belly, yes. you know, so I'm going to it, it light that fire in, in my millennial niece and nephew, my mother. My, I think, you know, if all of us just went to our immediate family or maybe stepped outside, you know, we got now we, you know, I think it's up to people like us. You mm-hmm. know, we don't know who's hearing us where until we're done. We got to rally the troops and just keep the fire. Like Millie Jackson said, you got to keep the fire burning. Yeah, okay? absolutely. Enemy, public enemy in our eyes, the brothers. Oh, man, you know power, what? Baby. All right. Dude, I'm like, to I, tell I, you. you know what? I was playing that 
this weekend. I I, I was playing at the, the Fight the Power from from eighty nine from ninety, PE, and I was ma- imagining I had my FOI. I was doing my little FOI public enemy dance. You're doing your step. Yeah, yeah you're I was doing, doing your step. Cutting my... your corner. Turn on that corner. Go ahead, t- go ahead, Tommy B. Turn on the corner. So you know, I, I was hitting it. Bow tie. And then I went ahead. I, I I went ahead and played Fight the Power exactly like from the Isleys. And I was like, man, these these guys are talking about the same thing we dealing with in 2021. And you remember how scandalous that song was because they said bullshit. Oh man! Wow, that's 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 common now. Remember that song. That was, but I get it. That, that made you want to hear the song. Ooh. Fight the they power, said, part one and two, and two. Okay, <laughs> they gave you one and two. Oh, All, yeah. right. All right, y'all. Hey, uh, K-Dub, thank you so much, bro. Thank you for doing it from right. Ohio, from the O-H-I-O. I'm going to give it to you. K-Dub, hey, K-Dub. Hey, Tanya, Tanya B, as always. Next time. Don't make me feel like I'm somebody. <laughs> say what? Tanya B. Say what? Now what now? Yeah, what do you say? Like you are, what do you like make you feel like, you know, don't you see that glad this <laughs> show's tripping. over? You are. I'm ready to come down to Atlanta. Y'all got a lot of stuff jumping off. I want some action. I guess I'm saying, don't come, come down, down here. We got COVID and crime. You stay right there in Ohio. I'm sorry. You can stay in Ohio for now, brother. No <laughs> tea, no shade. No come on. You've no been here before. You've been here before. <laughs> Tanya B, thank, thank you so y'all. much for everything you do. Uh, oh, and, wait. And, and, and Vi, I can see you. Just don't say nothing. Don't turn your mic on because it's bad. But I know he's there. Y.O., thank you so much. And y'all, with that, episode 75 is in the can. Have a great Easter. Have a great holiday. We'll see you on the 11th. And with that, we are out of here. Peace. Yeah. Hallelujah. You've been listening to the G Podcast with your host, Tommy B. The G Podcast is a production of the Castropolis Podcast Network. Thanks for listening.